on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. We are back from our Thanksgiving break, our normal Thanksgiving break for anyone that, for any of the three listeners that may be upset that there wasn't an episode to listen to last week. Um, we always take that week off, plus the week of Christmas. I honestly don't know which week this year is going to be the week of Christmas, probably the week before, since it's on a Saturday or a Sunday, whatever day it's on. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, so much to talk about because there are two pay-per-views. We have Full Gear and Survivor Series to talk about. And then uh, when we talk about those, we're going to talk about everything that's happened since those shows that applies to those matches, just so we save some time and there's not a whole bunch of extra shit to talk about during the weekly recap. Otherwise, this might be a three-hour show, and I don't want that to happen. So that's really all I got. Those two shows, and I guess we'll talk about NXT, too, from this week. We're not going to talk about last week. Last week was last week. It's old news. As always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DDT WrestlePod. Joe, you ready to go? Yeah. Let's go. Welcome into episode 83 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I'm Dylan. I'm joined by Joe. And we're back. Taking a week off from recording. And we're going to get right into it. Because two weekends ago, we had AEW full gear, Joe. And it always kind of... uh, Actually, I... I don't want to do this next year. I really hope this doesn't happen next year for Thanksgiving. Because Thanksgiving is always the weekend of Survivor Series. But not necessarily always the weekend before being full gear. I think the year before it was the week before that. Yeah, I I think so. I got to be honest. It's uh, like, thank God for my notes. Because I barely, I feel like I barely remember anything about full gear. Yeah, I, I also... Like it was, it feels like very long ago. Like obviously, like, I remember big moments and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. smaller moments like the factory versus best friends. Like <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just only remember Dan House. Well, I think also contributing to that, like I gotta be honest, like it wasn't that great. No, I don't think so either. I don't like, think AEW's had a great show in a while. Yeah, I think the last like really tons really, of beers. Really, yeah, a lot of beers. A lot of they're still beers. chasing. They're still chasing forty. No record was set, but a lot of beers. Um, did you get any signs, Joe? Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I got a couple. <laughs> I, I got one like th- nothing really funny. Um, uh, but I got one that said I flew from Singapore to see the elite. 
which props because like obviously obviously you got some dedication there what if the elite didn't even show up even though they had an announced match what if they didn't even win yeah they didn't spoilers did you have any i have a couple more uh yeah i'll go i'll just go in order um brodeur eats corn the long way probably i don't know who brodeur is unless they're talking about marty brodeur the hockey player that's the only brodeur i've ever heard of i don't know i have Um, three more Ooh, this one was funny just because i always make the joke um but you know the one uh the joke that it's like uh like if i said that match was a banger and you said banger i hardly know her um (laughs) there was a sign that said hater i love her which is a much more lame version of that joke but i i I wrote it down because uh because literally that's 70 percent of my my sense of humor is that joke but that was not a good sign (laughs) Uh, and then Omega is God. And then for some reason, I drew an Omega sign above the word Omega. Okay. Uh, I'll do, I'll just do my last three. Um, hold number 712 arm bar was one of them referencing Chris <laughs> Jericho's famous promo from WCW where he led the list of a thousand holds and every other one was arm bar. Uh, I would give both kidneys to Bret Hart. I saw probably, that one, and I, I, I was wondering, is does Bret Hart have kidney issues? I don't know. I didn't look it up. Um, but let's just go ahead and say yes. Get well soon, Bret. And then all I want for Christmas is for the acclaim to scissor me. Same. That's what a sign said. So I think Bret I would Hart, also take that as a gift. Bret Hart just backed uh, FDR in an indie match. Um. Like stood in their corner like this F- weekend. Did you say FTR or FDR? As FTR, in not Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Okay. Hey, <laughs> um, yeah, just just was in the in the corner for FTR in an indie show. So I don't think he has kidney failure. But and then my last sign was uh just Judas forever in my mind, which wasn't that good either. I was pretty drunk for this show. CJ came over. Um, and we just drank and Jake was here for the show actually too. Nice. Dude. So, so yeah, we Sounds just like drank. a good time. It was, it was fun. So, uh, I, I, apparently I, I only wrote down regular ass signs, but I think that's because that's all there were ass, ass signs. signs. Um, cause that's all Boston can offer us. Cause Boston is trash. <laughs> all right. Well, let's start out with the, uh, I, I guess what well, we've already talked about, like the one of the big moments from the show, <laughs> chaos versus the factory or best. Fr- they called it chaos on the Wikipedia page, but it was the best friends, um, Rocky Romero and a mysterious, a very mysterious, very evil mystery partner was. Yeah, I was, was added there, it, which which really it I was. I had no idea who that could have been. I was very confused. I was surprised. Very surprised. But it ended I, up being it ended up being Danhausen. Yeah, with his teeth. Yeah, so he's got the teeth now. Uh different side of Danhausen. I was curious if this was a return if this was a return or not. I I don't know. I actually no, don't you know t- if you texted me about it. 
I had seen him only a couple weeks prior in Norfolk, but as his face side, I, I think they're both faces, honestly. It's just this is a darker, uh, his his less dark version, uh, I guess you can say. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I didn't call it a return because I had just seen him within the month. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't remember. I literally don't. I don't remember much about this. Um, that was pretty much it. Danhausen was there, and they won. And he poured a jar of teeth into Nick Camarado's mouth, and they won. And yeah. I got a beer and a half. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And the only note I have for that match is return of Danhausen's teeth. Yeah. So that was the return. Yeah. Um, uh, next match was Brian Cage versus Ricky Starks in the final for that one match. Uh, the match for this the... was the semifinal. Okay, yeah, you're right. For the uh, opportunity for the AEW championship match at Winter is coming. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, Winter is coming. <laughs> this was okay. Um, Ricky Starks was still, I guess, hurt from his match with Lance Archer, which was the night before on Rampage, I guess. I don't know. I didn't watch it. Um, but I think we had kind of talked about it on the prediction show, I think, as uh, we we knew that Ricky Starks was, or we felt like Ricky Starks was going to win that tournament. And he won this match, and he ended up winning the tournament. And now he's facing the AEW World Champion at Winter is Coming. <laughs> my uh my note for this is call it one cj and jake came over and might have missed some so this must have been the match they showed up during <laughs> oh, okay well it got a beer and obviously yeah. you know ricky starks wins he he went on to face ethan page in the finals it was a good match and ricky starks won the tournament yeah and he's entering himself into the diamond ring blah blah blah, blah. Oh, they're doing that again? I didn't even... Yeah, I, yeah. They're, I missed they're, that. They're doing that real soon, and Ricky Stark says he was going to be a competitor because he's coming at uh, MJF. Winter? No. Whoa, dude. Spoilers. Oh, whatever. It doesn't <laughs> matter. He he entered the tournament. You were, you just said that he fucking won the tournament. Yeah, I was oh, talking yeah, about when you said MJF. The, yeah. Jesus, dude. Okay, so I just want to fucking clear something up real quick. I said he was entering the uh, AEW Dynamite Diamond Ring Tournament because he's coming at MJF. And then you said spoilers, even though all I said was that he wanted to win the Dynamite Diamond Ring, which MJF has held for the past three years. So I didn't fucking spoil anything. Look, all I'm saying is if you listen to this show and you don't know that MJF is the AEW world champion by now, you live under a rock and you should probably, I don't know, watch wrestling instead of listen to us. But uh, or, keep, keep at least keep subscribing and downloading. Yeah. Maybe listen once in a while. Definitely don't get your news from us, that's for sure. Yeah, because we, uh, we take weeks off. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes. Uh, next match, last show, last match of the pre-show, Eddie Kingston versus, oh boy, uh, Jun Akiyama. Yeah. And I predicted a six-plus beer chop fest, and, well, we didn't get that. We got two rounds of shotgun chops. Uh, they also 
referenced uh, DDT Pro Wrestling during this match. They did. The actual company, not us, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I mean, this was just the last pre-show match. Eddie wins. I don't know. Everybody, everybody kind of thought that Eddie Kingston was going to win. He did cut a passionate promo afterwards. And I thought that was pretty funny because he was like, how much time do I have? And then he was like, oh, they're, they're writing me off. Uh, sorry, I took all your time, Excalibur. Because <laughs> they were doing like the end of the pre-show thing where Excalibur just like talks as fast as he can and lists all the match, like Ex- all the well, matches. First of all, Exper- Excalibur always talks as fast as he can. That's fair. But it was the thing where, I don't know, he talks way too fast. Mm-hmm. But then Tony Schiavone was like, he only needs 30 seconds. It's fine. Story of my life. <laughs> That's pretty long, dude. Mm-hmm. So good for you. Like Winter won't even last that long. Uh, but this got 3.75 beers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. God, I'm so fucking slow right now. I feel like a dinosaur. Speaking of dinosaurs, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. That was so bad. That was so bad. Uh, speaking of dinosaurs, let's get into Luchasaurus versus Jungle Boy, which was the first show on the main card. The first match. First match. It was a, it was a steel cage match here, and, and they uh, put on a show, which is what I was saying. Obviously, I didn't fuck up my words because I'm not that intelligent. You're very intelligent, Joe. It's fine. Huh? Um, I have a problem with this match. As you could probably tell, it's my one thing about cage matches that yeah, I don't like. I have the same note. Go ahead. Escaping the cage wasn't even an option. And that's your one thing. That's the that's what that's how you want cage matches to be. Is the only way I want cage matches to end is by escaping the cage. And they said it's not even a fucking option. Both these motherfuckers escaped the cage. This is bullshit. And then they got back in the cage for whatever fucking stupid ass reason. Ass reason. Ass reason. Yeah, like this was. Yeah, I I had the same note. I really enjoyed this match, except for that. That was some bullshit. I'll say it right now. But this this match was cool. Yeah, it was good. You know, one thing I I never realized, and I think the only reason I realized it was because I saw some old TNA clip. But did you know the music Christian uses now is the same music he used at TNA? No. Yeah, I did not know that. I've I saw never... an old I saw an old clip of him entering and like returning or debuting in TNA, and it was the same music. I'm going to be honest with you. I've never, ever in my life watched TNA or Impact live. I've watched, I've seen clips. Like well, yeah. I, five I, I minute saw... clips from TNA and Impact, but that is it. I don't know why you would watch it. Chad oh, actually, it. I did. I did watch that pay-per-view, I guess, didn't I? Or I don't remember. I did not. I watched something. I don't think I've ever watched it live. That's just too much. I it's do too much. There is a an impact channel on Samsung TV that sometimes I'll play in the background now. 
And usually it's like best of moments, which means it's before it became impact. And it was like when they were super stacking their roster with uh, washed up stars. But that still means I get to watch like the Steiners. Rick. Oh, Blair, yeah. Um, Kurt Ron Angle. Breaker's dad yeah. and his uncle. Yeah. yeah. Like, so they were so really I'll, good. Sting even like I'll I'll let I'll let the impact channel play in the background. Booker sometimes. T. Yeah. Booker T. Rick Flair. CM Punk even. There was like a best of CM Punk. Fuck that guy. In TNA? Um, yeah. I did not know he was in TNA. Yeah. And you know who but his I'm also team really partner dumb. was? Uh, hold on. Cole Cabana. I'll give you a hint. He bit Kenny Omega on the arm. Oh, the guy. I don't remember his name. Uh, Ace Steel. <laughs> Ace Steel. Said at the same time, yeah. maybe even a little bit before you. Yeah, his tag team partner in, in Impact during one time or another was a steel so huh. interesting was, and that was i found out i had this channel after the whole uh the whole uh roll out uh and for anybody who has a samsung tv on samsung tv which is free when you have a samsung tv channel 1164 is uh is the impact channel and they play that i'll turn it on right now no results <laughs> fuck you <laughs> Wait, you have to go to the Samsung TV app, which is oh, automatically do? installed on your on your TV, I'm pretty sure. How do I even get to that? Go to apps and then go Samsung TV. I don't fucking know. It just sometimes appears, and there's also a Deal or No Deal channel, so I watched a lot of Deal. Whoa, dude. I am so down for that. I know what I'm doing <laughs> when we get off of this. Uh, getting on your Oculus, jerking off, and then watching Deal or No Deal. Shut up. <laughs> just, just the ladder. Jeez. Shut what up. are we talking about? Oh, this uh, cage match. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh there were some cool moves. Jungle Jungle Boy very innovative with his movement inside the cage. Uh, and basically eventually what ended it was a, an elbow drop off the top of the cage through a table by jungle boy which looked real rough and you could tell because he had a giant red mark on his ribs after the match and i thought maybe he has broken ribs yeah there's no way of knowing there really isn't other than maybe asking him but i don't have that power uh but this got 3.25 beers mm -hmm. Speaking of three point two five beers. Speaking of beers, oh yeah. Winter is coming. Speaking of coming, um, during this <laughs> next match, the elite make their return. They're come back. Come on, dude. <laughs> it was right there. Uh, yeah. Uh, -huh. uh, Death Triangle enters. We we already knew the Elite were showing up at this point because they had, had revealed that this match was happening on Dynamite the week before. Um, what we didn't know is how they would enter and what music they would enter to. Yeah, the Carry On My Wayward Son entrance was, I don't know, probably perfect. I think it was slightly uncalled for. It was so out of left field. I don't, I mean, I think it's cool, but, but like, 
I don't know if it's necessary. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's necessary. It doesn't matter. Is it necessary, necessary to drink my own urine? No, but it's sterile, and I like no, the taste. I thought it was good. Uh, I thought it was good for them to adapt that, but it's just more. It's just another example of like Tony Khan paying out money that he probably isn't earning at this point. <laughs> they had a rough week this week. They had a rough ratings. year, dude. They ha- apparently had their lowest ratings ever this week. Ever, even like In the, in the beginning. I don't know. In the beginning, a lot of people. I don't. I don't know. Um, let's see. I have a note that says Braun Strowman would have hated this match. That's definitely true. Yeah, there were. Some he probably didn't watch flippy it. Flippy flops during this match. A lot of flippy dippies going on. Yeah. None of the five star big man meat sweat. None of the one point seven five, which is I'm pretty sure what that match actually got. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, also, a lot of fuck CM Punk chants, which was oh yeah, wild. the, the fu- uh, yeah, those were my two my uh two notes for this match is carry on my wayward son, but it says carry on my wayward my wayward son, um, <laughs> because I was drunk, How drunk were you? pretty drunk, uh, and then fuck CM Punk chants, and then um. Fuck, what was I going to say? So, like, the story in this match actually was pretty good. And I guess we can kind of say it now. But this has now been made into a best of seven series, which at the end, the winner of the best of seven series is going to be crowned the trios champions. Joe's putting his thumbs down. He hates it. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, But basically, the story that's happening now is the... The not the elite death triangle had for the first two matches were cheating to win using this this ring bell hammer and the the match at I almost said all out at full gear uh Ray Phoenix used the hammer even though he very obviously did not want to to win the match mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. Penta did the same thing last week for them to go up 2-0 and then the elite looks like they stole one this week. So now it's two to one. And Joe, why don't you tell us why you hate the best of seven so much? Because it's the exact same thing WWE does with their like WWE does that. We're having a match in seven weeks. So we have to have these two tag teams uh, face each other every single week on Raw and SmackDown for all of that time until then. Okay, but counterpoint, you know, they announced ahead of time that this is a best of seven series. Yeah, which is what I was going to say is they're doing the exact same thing except announcing it beforehand and just expecting us to like it. Yes, but don't you remember the Sheamus and Cesaro best of seven series? That was, what to put it in Sheamus's terms, banger after banger after banger. That was before WrestleMania 33. I don't know what WrestleMania 33 has anything to do. Oh, that's when I started watching wrestling again. Was it? Yeah. Was the bar was the bar already a thing when you started watching wrestling? Oh, you don't remember that at the uh, at WrestleMania 33, the Hardys returned and they faced it. They were in a four four way match with the bar as one of those teams. Look, dude, I don't remember who was in the match. The Either Hardys. way, Joe, before the bar became a tag team. 
Sheamus and Cesaro were bitter rivals, and they had a best oh, of know. seven series, and it was awesome. I I didn't know about the best of seven series, but I remember that there were uh, that there were rivals because I've done my homework. Yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm kind of a fan of best of seven series. And I always get really interested how they can make each match a little bit different or tell a little bit different of a story. So, <laughs> which I say that, and then the first two matches were basically the same thing where a, just a different person on Death Triangle cheated to win. And then the Elite won with a, a roll-up last night. So, Yeah, I don't need to see the same match seven times, multiple times a week. I'm sorry. I don't care. I like AEW still. I I haven't fully written off AEW, but uh, every every once in a while, AEW just really gets under my skin. And this is one of those times. All right. For the same reason that WWE gets under my skins with the tag teams facing each other week after week until they get their <laughs> their match. We're gonna have a championship contenders match. That actually is kind of what this is. It's like six yeah. championship contenders matches. Yeah. It's um, uh, it's gonna keep on going and they're going at their seventh match. Yeah, that the only that's that's what I was gonna say. The only bad thing about a best of seven series is you know damn well when it's wrestling, it's gonna go to seven. Mm-hmm. There's no point for it not to. Yeah. It's like the world series of wrestling. Because there's I guess, seven but matches. The World and... Series didn't even go to seven games this year. Not this year. But they have it has the opportunity every year to go to seven if both pe- if both players if both teams played the same but alternating. <laughs> I'm drunk. I'm drunk. <laughs> All right. This trio's the trio's match of full gear got three and a quarter beers. Um, and then we move on to the TBS championship match. Jade Cargill versus Nyla Rose. Are you, what's that, Joe? Nothing. What were you about to say? It sounded like it started with an S. I was, I was thinking that for Jade Cargill. And then you said Nyla Rose. And I was like, if I say that now, then he's just going (laughs) to go off on me. Well, then just say it, just say it for Jade Cargill. Is it after last night? Mm-hmm. Joe's shooting his shot with Jade Cargill. Yeah, me and Bow Wow, we're uh, we're in direct competition <laughs> right now. Um, I don't really have any notes for this. Jade wins. Yeah, she's Jade. still undefeated. She got her belt back and it got a beer and a quarter. I thought that Nyla was going to win it here. I was wrong. You were very wrong. Oh, uh, I do have a uh, note that says that. Nyla and uh, her her girl. Oh Nikki, yeah, they Nikki entered. Guevara, I, I uh, also entered wrote in this a low down. rider, um, because that's what Eddie used to do. Yeah, and they still lost. Mm-hmm. That's everything. That's literally all the things I wrote down or remember about that match. I really I don't remember anything else about that match. Moving on, Ring of Honor Fatal Four Way match, Ring of Honor title. Chris Jericho, Brian Danielson, Claudio Castagnoli, and Sammy Guevara. I thought this was pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, it was a good match. Uh, 
just really like a lot of good back and forth wrestling. Uh, the crowd absolutely hated Sammy Guevara, which was awesome. And I mean, it it was just awesome. There were a lot of chops, um, a lot of submission. There were a lot of submission points where I thought people were going to tap out, but then somebody would come in and break it up. Um, fuck, I got to look at my notes. I'm s- I don't remember anything. I just remember this being good. So I remember at one point Sammy hit a GTS and I was like, whoa. Did he hit a GTS? Yeah, Sammy Guevara hit a GTS. Okay. That's interesting. I feel like I don't remember that. I um, guess I'll have to rewatch the entire pay-per-view. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but a lot of it was, uh, obviously, there's the Jazz and the BBC here in this match, and a lot of times it would be two against two. Um, and then there would be times where the only two people left standing would be from the same faction. So there was a one point where it was Claudio and Brian and they kind of shook hands and they duked it out for a little bit. And then there was a point where it was Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara and Sammy just turns on Chris Jericho in the middle of the match. But, uh, it, it appears that they have for or that Jericho forgave Sammy for that after the fact. I think that was last week on Dynamite, or he he kind of enjoyed the fact that he did that, and they made up or whatever. But Jericho ended up winning this match with, uh, I guess, oh, no, he pinned Claudio after a Judas effect. And I think, Joe, without scrolling ahead too far, I believe this is the highest rated match on the card. Five I and th- a half beers. I think so, but I don't know. Um, yeah, that's the highest rated match on the card. Five and a half beers. I think we've had a ton of AEW pay-per-views in a row with like at least one match getting above six. And it's always some random singles match that just gets a thousand chops, mm-hmm. usually for Eddie Kingston, but five and yeah. a half. That was good. Real good. Jericho retains surprisingly to me i'm trying to think of where we're at now in this story with the ring of honor and world championship yeah, they said a, so, i do so, i do remember them saying a lot during this match that the winner of the match will probably be the champion when final battle rolls around which is on december 10th which, which is, is which is going to be true cesaro and uh and chris have a match for for the title at, at final battle so oh, okay i didn't know that that was made official yet yeah it was made official this week Okay. I didn't do a whole lot of listening to Dynamite, in case you couldn't tell. That's fair. Yeah, that's definitely fair. Uh, But anyways, the next match, Britt Baker versus Soraya. I legitimately thought Soraya broke her fucking neck like within the first five seconds of this match. <laughs> I was terrified. I don't remember what the move was, if it was like a DDT or just like a regular neck breaker or whatever, but Soraya just laid there for what seemed to be like way too long and the ref was backing off Brit. And I was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. Why did this bitch return to the ring? 
Yeah, this is the third time she's broken her neck. I just thought she broke her neck again. Yeah. Uh, turns out she didn't. Um, well, I'm she hasn't sure... shown up on TV since. But that's true. That's true. But there also hasn't been any like news about her breaking her neck. So I don't know. We'll see. I wrote down a question in the notes because I thought I heard it. Maybe you heard it, Joe. Did Taz call her Paige in this match? He might have. I did not. I did not okay. write that note. You didn't notice. I, I really don't remember. But anyways, uh, this wasn't that great, as you might expect from Britt Baker and a returning Soraya. Uh, it did get a beer in three quarters, and Soraya obviously did win her return match, as we all expected. And that was that. Joe, anything to add? No, I, I for this match, I, I wrote down 1.75, but I also wrote a or finish just in case this was her in-ring return. No, the um, return is the return. We we finished a beer when she returned it. Did she return it all out? Is that when that was? Yeah, no, she like, returned it uh the 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 tennis stadium show. What's it called? Uh, I don't fucking know. At Arthur, Arthur Ashe show. Arthur Ashe, which is a, I don't know, maybe a tennis stadium. Um, but I, I, on this side of the paper, I have a it list is a of, tennis stadium. okay. I have a list of people that Jake asked, he's still alive. Um, and Ooh, that ask is, ask me, ask me, Chris Jerrica. Yeah, he's still alive. Jeff Jarrett. Yep. Sting. Oh, okay, so these are all people he saw on TV that, that he, night and was like, wow, he's still alive? He was watching this, and then he was remembering certain people from the 1980s or 1990s, and he, he just <laughs> asked him, he's still alive? Yeah, and then I... <laughs> <laughs> so that was Jericho, uh, Jeff Jarrett, Sting, and Billy Gunn, and he's just very, oh, Billy very, very surprised. <laughs> because... Uh, not many people back then took care of themselves. That and uh well Jake is just old. So That too. Uh, he's still alive? He's Jake? still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> um yeah, speaking of two of those people, the next match was the tag team match, Sting and Darby Allen versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Mm-hmm. And Sting while he is still alive continues to do this crazy these crazy fucking bumps in these pay-per-view matches the only time he wrestles but holy shit sting you need to chill out yeah i i think this one was um a dive from up above while in the crowd like just down to the floor and they mm. like didn't they didn't gra- they didn't um catch him very well and it looked like he hit the ground pretty fucking hard he hit the ground running doesn't sure. make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. <laughs> so much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back street? Uh. <laughs> anyway, moving on. You never Thank know you if that. you don't go. You never Whoa. shine if you don't glow. Whoa. Hey, now. All right. I'm really ready to move on this time. You're very intoxicated. 
No, no, it's just just pretty intoxicated. Just do you need another? No, I'm good. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure you're good. Hey now. <laughs> do you have anything from this match? Uh, I got a ma- I got a couple notes that says Satnam Singh catches Darby in the coffin drop from the ladder. And yep. apparently I thought that was cool enough to write down. Or that was a pretty cool spot. Uh there was a guitar shot. That was also mid coffin sh- coffin drop, which oh, was yeah, wild. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's that's why there's an arrow uh pointing up there. Okay. <laughs> I, I, so as I got drunker in this match, it got harder to write down. Uh my it's it gets harder to understand what my notes say. Uh <laughs> so you have to understand that. And then that I also just sense. have one that says green shirt guy. Oh yeah, green shirt guy. He was there. Um, and I, I didn't think he notice goes to him. all the pay-per-views. I didn't notice him until this match. He was also at Survivor Series, but we'll talk about that next. Um, I'm trying to think here. What's so Darby and Sting? They win this match. It was good. It, like I'd watch. I'd probably watch it again because they're very entertaining. Um, but not a whole lot's happened since then with this kind of stuff. I think it sort of looked like that uh, Jeff Jarrett and uh, Jay Lethal and, you know, they've got Sanjay Butt on their side. Mm. It looked kind of looks like they might be going after the acclaimed. Uh, I guess we'll see on Friday. We will see on Friday because the acclaimed have arrived. They have arrived. And damn, that would have been really cool if that was the next match to talk about. But <laughs> they have a match on Friday. Um, I'll just say it now for the tag titles. And it seems basically like it's just an open challenge. It well, no, that's not what they said, but we'll get back to that. They they advertised all they said is we will hear from the acclaimed. Mm-hmm. But they said we're gonna face the number two tag team. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I don't even know who's the number two tag team is. I'd say FTR. The, like, yeah, but it's probably not. They're not going to do that match on Rampage. FTR or the actual number one tag team. If they do that match on Rampage and I end up not watching it because it's Rampage, Rampage. I'm going to be so mad. I'm going to be very upset about that. And you'll hear, you'll hear from me about that next week. When I talk about not watching Rampage. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll read about it and you'll be like, oh, I got to watch Rampage now. But probably not because it's Rampage. Probably not. It's Rampage. Yeah. I got a busy weekend. Yeah. Anyways, that match got three and a quarter beers. (laughs) As we move on, AEW not interim women's world championship match. Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter in what was probably the surprise of the night. Oh, Jamie as far Hader as match results winning. goes. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie Hayter wins, beats Tony Storm. And also since then, they now have recognized uh, Tony Storm's entire reign as an official, not interim reign. Uh, they basically mutually agreed for because Thunder Rosa's shit ass is going to take longer for her to recover from. So there's that. And now Jamie Hayter is the 
AEW Women's World Champion. Yeah. Kind of, I think definitely, I think everyone in the predictions contest picked Tony Storm. Very heavily favored in that match. And, yeah, Jamie Hayter won. Yeah, definitely didn't expect it, but... I, I wrote down I wrote down that there were a lot of chops in this match kind of reminded me of a Charlotte Flair match. Hmm. A lot of a, a, a lot of chops for a women's match, I'll say. Okay. Which normally isn't a lot cuz I don't think they like to chop each other's boobs. That's my thought. Okay. That would be my thought as to why there's not a lot, a lot, a lot of chops during women's matches. If I had boobs, I wouldn't want to get chopped on the boobs. So you don't like being chopped on the boobs. Not really. Uh, I do. But... I do it to Leslie sometimes, but not hard. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. I guess I agree with you there. Um, we had Rebel and Britt Baker interference in this match, which ended up not mattering because Tony Storm actually kicked out both times. Uh, but Jamie Hader still was or I guess it was the first two interferences because Jamie the reason Jamie Hader won was because Britt Baker helped her out in the end and it got three and a quarter beers also just like the last match. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Penultimate match, aka second to last match for those of you who don't know what that means. You fucking idiots. Yeah. That's a that's a big boy word I just used. The acclaimed versus swerve in our glory hole. AEW Tag Team Championship match. Uh, we've kind of already talked about it, but the acclaimed one here because they have a tag team title match tomorrow on Rampage. Hopefully not against FTR because I'm not going to watch it. <clears throat> I swear to God, if AEW gives me a fucking reason to watch Rampage this week, I'm going to be so mad at them. Yeah, so I'll just say it now so I don't forget for later. During that segment... I'm pretty sure, like, Billy Gunn said, yeah, or or it might have been uh, Tony Schiavone after the segment ended, was like, yeah, so that's a reason why you should tune into Rampage. And I was like, oh, you are you guys are really rich now, aren't you? You guys are really trying to get people to watch Rampage. I am. Guess what, Tony Schiavone? I'm probably still not going to watch Rampage, you <laughs> fucking bitch. You fucking stupid fucking. Fuck you, Tony. I like Tony. He's he's yeah. He's guy. not bad at all. Yeah, very <laughs> very very nice person. It seems like yeah. I'd he does him. wear an earring though. He I think he's like twenty years too old to wear an earring. Yeah, <laughs> feel like I'm feel like I'm right there. I don't yeah. Know. What about this tag team match? Anyway, speaking of the tag team match, we had Swerve and Glory Hall versus the Acclaimed. Uh, oh, it, it got three beers. Um, I have quotes from the rap because they were hilarious. Yeah. Uh, both from, obviously, from Max Caster. He said, Swerve looks like Randall from Monsters, Inc., which is so <laughs> fucking spot on. Yeah. And then he said, he told Keith Lee, he was like, by the way, I loved you in the blind side. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I absolutely love this rap. I don't know what else he said, but those were definitely the two funniest things. One of the fun, like one of the more funny things I've heard in a Max Caster rap in a while. Yeah, so I got some notes. One of them is just a question. It says, "If Keith Lee uses a person as a weapon, does it count?" No. 
and then one of them wait just how said, did he use a person as a weapon that's i don't not know swerve when did that happen i don't know you keep going i'll look at my notes in case i wrote it down and then one just says billy gun okay <laughs> and then one says keith lee face turn arrow over clippers arrow over slap and i have no idea what that means uh so keith lee walked out on swerve oh yeah yeah and then but what, i don't know what clippers, clippers means or slap or did he slap? slap did he slap swerve before he I left i don't know i don't remember i was so drunk oh my god <laughs> i'm starting to get a little drunk now just thinking about it i'm already drunk I'm a little drunk and I need you now. Over under four and a half times that Joe sings tonight. We are already at two. But that was Lady Antebellum, so that was pretty cool. Whoa, Lady A, dude. Yeah. You racist. Is she no longer Lady Antebellum? Uh, I guess apparently. I don't know the reason why they changed to Lady A instead of Lady Antebellum. I don't know if that word has any uh, racial connotation to it. I don't either. I probably should to maybe because educate myself. Oh. <laughs> no, it's just because I'm uneducated. <laughs> That's be- why. I thought it was because you live so close to the Mason-Dixon line for most of your life. No, Joe. Oh, I just okay. don't know. Okay. I know they're called Lady A now. That's I it. Did, I didn't know that. <laughs> I just... I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, um, the rest of my notes, I have no idea why you wrote things that you did. I just know Keith Lee walked out on Swerve during this match, and the following Wednesday, they had a, uh, th- they were about to have like a backstage segment or something like that, and Swerve just put his hand up to the camera. Like they were gonna make out behind closed doors or something, and it was kind of it was kind of awkward and uncomfortable, honestly. So I'm kind of kind of over this tag team. Kind of want kind of want Keith Lee to be a single star again. I'm ready for that. But this was good as it usually is between these two teams. I very much enjoyed it. Like we said, the acclaimed one, and like Joe already said, it got three beers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the main event happened, Joe. John Moxley versus MJF, AEW World Championship. This was, especially toward the end, an absolute emotional roller coaster. It was just absolute bedlam. Bedlam. Um, This is probably... I, I I wrote this down, and I think I still agree with myself. This is probably the most that I have looked forward to an AEW pay-per-view main event in a while. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean... Since Kenny Omega was the champ, probably. Probably since Hangman versus Kenny. Yeah. Honestly, that was probably the last one I really, really, really looked forward to. Okay, fair. Because everything else since then has been... Fucking Moxley or uh, Punk, which I haven't really cared that much about. But now I'm about to start caring a whole lot more because MJF won this fucking match 
MJF is the new champ. I was right all along. He's always been the next champ. He, I mean, we had to have a couple champs in between there, but to make me not exactly right, but MJF was the next real champ. Let's be honest in the last, I don't know, three or four champions. None of them have been real. Yeah. Fair. Um, you had an interim champion in there that ended up being the ultimate champion. There was all these interim things. Yeah. Yeah, It's just, it's, it's bullshit. Yeah. And and the championship is bullshit. Are you talking about the championship now? No, no, no. I Um, love the title belt now. I kind of like it too. Yeah. So good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but the way that MJF won was it looked like he was about to use the dynamite diamond ring. I don't remember if he took it off or whatnot, but anyways, the ref was checking on Moxley and Regal walks over to MJF. Um, Regal's on the outside. MJF's laying down in the ring and Regal tosses him the brass knucks. Whole crowd goes wild gasps. MJF uses the brass knucks behind the ref's back, knocks out Moxley pins him one, two, three. You've got a new world champion. I was, I didn't know what to think. I was dumbfounded. I had no idea. And then nothing really happened with this last week. It was kind of a dumb segment where uh, Moxley and Regal and Danielson were all in the ring, um, which was kind of dumb. But this week we got to hear from MJF. And they revealed a new title belt which it's the same exact belt except the leather has a Burberry scarf uh, like pattern to it. And like we kind of said already, I kind of really like it. Yeah, some people really don't like it. It's pretty Tony, fucking cool. Tony Schiavone's not a fan, but fuck that guy. Well, he just doesn't like MJF because he's, he's a, a nerd. He's a fucking nerd. He's a fucking bitch. He's a fucking bitch. Shout out Tony. I really like Tony. Yeah. Yeah, Tony's a cool guy. Yeah, kind of old for an earring. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay, you don't have to kid, Joe. You can, you can feel how you want to feel. It's fine. I feel like that's the second time I made that joke tonight, and the first time you you picked up on it. I, I mean, you're definitely right. If that is actually the second time you made that joke, because the first time I didn't even hear you say it. Hmm. The cons of doing a Zoom podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I digress. So anyways, they debut this new belt last night on AEW. MJF does his talking and stuff. Talks about the bidding war of 2024, yada, yada, yada. Mentioned triples, Triple H. Mentions Nick Khan. Calls him the better Khan. Uh, says he might run off to ho- Says he might run off to Hollywood. All this stuff. Then he thanks Regal. He walks behind him. Puts on, here. He had had the brass knucks on already, kind of telling people about how he won and stuff. And then he just fucking turns on Regal. Punches him in the back of the head with the brass knock knucks. Puts him in a stretcher. Regal's off to the hospital. Probably never going to see him again. Not in AEW. What was the point? What was the point of it? Of if it. that's all it was going to do. Of all of it? I don't understand. Uh, so apparently William Regal's contract only goes until like April or so, March or April. 
So maybe it was to get rid of William Regal. I don't know about that. If he only signed a one-year contract, I could see it. You think he's going to go back to WWE? No. He might retire. It's not like he's wrestling now, Joe. I don't know why he but, would retire. But he it's still like he's travels doing a whole lot. all the time. They wrestle once a week. They do a show once a week. Yeah, that's traveling once a week. Okay. The other six days he can be with his family, even if they are in England or wherever the fuck they live. NXT. <laughs> no, uh, his son His son is in NXT right now. Oh, actually, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I always forget that. Charlie Dempsey, I think, is his uh, Yeah, I think that might be the reason he would go back. If not even, I'm not even saying go back. I'm saying, like, if he actually retires, I'd understand. Nobody ever truly retires, Joe. Not Look, from wrestling. If he made a million dollars in one year for showing up a couple times and being a manager, I could retire on that. You're yeah. in the wrestling business until you die, Joe. That's <sighs> those are them's them's just facts. Then I wish I was in the wrestling. Look business at Sting, and at the end, look at Owen Hart. He was I, he, that's what he did. Yeah, <laughs> too far probably. That probably that's probably not going to play well with the look crowd. At Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> Jesus, dude. It's the same thing as you saying, Owen Hart. Don't get mad at me. Don't get dude, mad at me. Dude, that was fucked up. I can't believe you said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's get off of this topic. Uh, The main event got two and three quarters of a beer. And AEW full gear finishes with 35 and a quarter beers. Don't ask me where that ranks yet because I haven't put it in, but it's probably top five. I honestly don't know. I actually think it might be number two or three. Yeah. I don't know. No way of knowing. There's I'm really on. no way of knowing at this moment. Actually, I don't know why I said that. I'm on my laptop. I'm not going to check, though. That's too much work. Well, it's the big show. Got him. Shall we get into the next show that happened this past weekend? Thanksgiving uh, weekend? The next big show? Survivor Series, Joe. Yes. Let's do it. I, If you're asking me to rank these shows, here are my thoughts. Survivor Series, greater than sign, full gear. That's probably fair. And just once again, Triple H, he, he, I mean, he does it again. He's doing an excellent job. Now, we didn't make predictions on the show for Survivor Series, but we did put them out, uh, did text everyone. Uh, in case ever, anyone was wondering, Leslie did retain after full gear. But Leslie is no longer the champ. little spoiler alert. Ooh. Did you get any signs for Survivor Series? Because I got zero. Um, I I had one sign, and it was a sign that said "Theories Only Fan," and I wrote that down because I thought <laughs> only fans. <laughs> uh, nice. but also because that, that was probably true that he was the only theory fan. I I gotta be honest. I know we're not talking about that match. No, yet, I'm but a fan of Austin Theory. I kind of I kind of like this new I, Austin Theory. I do. I do too. I think Triple H's reinvention of Austin Theory is good. 
I one, I mean, he he failed his cash in, so that's good for the statistics, sort of. At now that you know, if if every single money in the bank cash in winner wins every single time, then it's just it's sort of a dumb thing to have. Mm-hmm. But if you if you throw in a failed cash in every now and then, and then you know, I don't know, maybe use the failed cash in to. I don't know. Absolutely uh, fucking repel somebody and make someone's character a fucking badass. Yeah. I'm kind great, of for that. Great job, Trips. Excellent work. You're doing great. We're proud but of you. That was not the match that started off. We started off the night with the women's war games match. And I don't think we, I think we recorded before SmackDown happened that week. Becky Lynch was the fifth member. Mm-hmm. She's back. Yeah, we definitely recorded because I remember talking about who we thought might be the, the the fifth member. And I don't think we mentioned Becky Lynch once. Definitely did not. No. Was not expecting Becky Lynch. First of all, what's up? What's up? <laughs> I, so I also have a take for this match. I think... This actually, I guess two takes because I'm not ready to say that this was the best men's war games match of all time. Maybe in the, maybe in the perspective of storytelling, but I think that this was the best women's war games match of all time and the best collection of war games matches like uh, for a show that's had two on the same show. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think these war games matches were fucking incredible. And yeah. this women's this women's one was amazing. M- match, I, I, match of the night for sure. No, I think the main event was. Mm, I disagree. I think the main event was better. It's it's <laughs> Yeah, I know, because you're a sexist. No. Yeah, it's okay. The storytelling in the main event was so good. The storytelling was good in the main event. I'll agree with you there. It was great. But straight it was phenomenal. Up, match for match, the first match was better than the main event. I think you might be right. I honestly hadn't even really thought about what was match of the night because I just enjoyed the whole show. Yeah, I did. I did too. Except for Ronda versus Shotzi, but we'll get to that. Um, We did have Corey Graves and Michael Cole on the call. Didn't have to listen to Wade Barrett say Bianca. Bianca. We did have to hear him say it the um, night before. Smackdown, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard him say that. I was like, fuck. It made me cringe so hard. I was like, face, shut the know? fuck up, Wade. Let Michael Cole say Bianca. That's not how you say it. It's said Bianca, not Bianca. 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 Shut the fuck up, Wade Barrett. Fair. But yeah, this uh, this match was incredible. Yeah, it was it was very good. It was very good. Bianca um, would be proud of what she accomplished. Yes, there was also this very funny tweet I saw where somebody tweeted like, "Um, I love how there's this unwritten rule for cage matches where before you enter the ring, you have to check how sturdy the cage is before you get inside." <laughs> <laughs> I think. Like looking back, 
I can't remember a cage match or a war, like a match with any sort of cage sort of structure around it. Elimination chamber, hell in a cell, cage, war games, whatever. Before you get in, you check that goddamn chain link fence to make sure that it's sturdy. Then you get in. Because if, if it's not sturdy, you ain't getting in. Not at but all. But every time it's been sturdy. That'd be ridiculous. <clears throat> That's definitely going to be something I look for now. Um, <laughs> Bianca and Dakota Kai were the ones to start the match, which I think kind of made sense. This did this match did have a lot more uh, people in it that had been in a War Games match before, but you had two people start that have been in a War Games match before, which made sense. Um, Nikki Cross was the one to grab all the weapons, which also made a lot of sense. <clears throat> and... Well, she was the first one too. There was uh let's see, Bailey grabbed more weapons, Mia Yim grabbed more weapons, or mm-hmm. Meechin. Um there was just a lot of cool spots in this match. Like uh for one, the end, which we can talk about later, but we had like a quadruple superplex spot, which was pretty cool. Um there was a spot where like there was a point where there was like 22 kendo stick shots in a row. Nikki Cross jumping from the top, um, which didn't receive a holy shit chant, which I was kind of upset about. Um, why did I write Asuka with most to Rhea? Oh, missed. Asuka misted Rhea. She brought the mist back. Um, Io Shirai with a moonsault off the top. I think probably the war games match with the most dives off the top. Yeah. With three. And just the absolute chills I get. I forget. Is her name Samantha Irvin? The comment, the, the ringside commentator or, um, yes. Uh, I think her name's Samantha Irvin. But anyways, When she when when the bell rings and she says, and now let the war games begin, yeah. I think she does a really good job with it, making it sound like almost like evil in a, in a sense. And I think she's good. It gave me chills each time this night. It was incredible. And really, this match, I mean, the men's match and this one, like once the match actually started, you had all 10 people in the ring, like both matches were just so fucking good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it so much. What was your favorite part of the match, Joe? Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Joe's still very drunk, but probably wasn't that drunk at this point of this show. Joe, this, were you? This show? No. Um, I was not drunk. That I was not that drunk at this point of the show. not that drunk. Um... No, I got nothing. All right, well... I think you said everything that I would have already said. I'm sorry. I probably should have let you go earlier. Yeah. That's my fault. I'll let you go first for the men's match. Oh, fine. little compromise. Oh, fine. <laughs> Do you have any notes for the men's match, Joe? Or were yeah. You too, or yeah. were you too drunk, you alcoholic? I got I got a note on the men's match that said, oh, that was good. Um, the match ends with uh, Becky jumping from the top and doing a leg drop through a table, through 
somebody i don't remember who it was but it was, that's... It, was it was your mom she like dropped your mom oh wait no that was me okay yeah because i had sex with your mom thank you got, for that got him got disturbing him. image in my mind <sighs> got him but yeah um <laughs> That's that's how the match was won. I have nothing else to say now because Joe has completely thrown me off after admitting sexual relations with my mother. And this got eight and three quarters of a beer. Highest rated match in the card. Higher than the men's match. Probably a top 10 match. Once again, I have not put any of these in. So, you know, I had to have my vacation. I had a vacation. It was a nice vacation. Mm-hmm. It's a good Thanksgiving, other than the fact that I got sick, but it was good. It's a good week. Mm-hmm. The next match, though, there's only five matches on this card. You can get through it pretty quickly. Oh, actually, what's been going on now lately between all these people? It looks oh. like uh, Bailey and Becky are probably going to feud. Yeah. And honestly, other than that, nothing not a whole lot's happened between any of these ten people. Yeah, I mean damage control no, not damage control your narrative, never mind. Um Judgment Day and the OC are definitely feuding. Yeah, I mean they've been feuding, and we can kind of get to that here with the next match. We have AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. Also a very good match. I kind of thought I was watching this match and I was like, damn, you know, if they give these guys like 20 to 25 minutes, there's potential for this to be five stars. I don't think they got quite that much. And I think it's probably going to be like a four, four and a quarter. If, if I'm guessing what Meltzer's going to give it, but this was just very good. Michael Cole, just reciting Bullet Club history, to which Corey Graves followed up with, you just want Twitter to like you, don't you, Cole? <laughs> which uh, he admitted to. And also, it's, I mean, that's that's how you get Twitter to like you, is you just recite the things they want you to recite. Talk about the things they want you to talk about. And they want they want things like that to be talked about on WWE television, the things that have never been allowed to be talked about. And Michael Cole's doing it under the allowance of Triple H. Yeah. It's like, acknowledge me. And then Michael Cole is acknowledging them. Good, Joe. <laughs> um, I don't really know what else to talk about during this match. It was just so good. Not a, like not there wasn't many like awesome spots in the match. It was just an overall very good wrestling match. Um, Finn Balor's back got really fucked up. It looked like he, like he had a bunch of red marks on his back. Almost thought yeah. he was bleeding at one point. Yeah, that was weird. And then they started like just it looked like they were like legitimately hitting each other really hard. <clears throat> and like both of them had red marks all over their bodies. Um, Balor hit the calf crusher a few times. Uh, but he eventually, uh, or sorry, Styles hit the calf crusher a few times. 
but he eventually won with the phenomenal forearm, which I have a stat here, Joe. Did you know that this is AJ Styles' first pay-per-view win since Crown Jewel 2019? Yeah. I where he that. faced where he faced who, Joe? Uh Crown Jewel 2019. Come on, use that brain of yours. I know you can do it. See the champ in 2019. Daniel Bryan. Umberto Carrillo. What? Yeah. He had a feud with Umberto? Not that I remember. Was that when he was U.S. champ? I maybe, maybe it could be, um, but this Styles and Finn Balor match got one point seven five beers, and yeah, to kind of get what you were talking about earlier, like Judgment Day and o- the OC are still feuding. I kind of want this to be over. They did have the big four v four match that people thought was going to happen. I don't know later, um, but they had the four v four match, the mixed eight person tag team match this week with all of the Judgment Day and all of the OC, to include Mia Yim, face off against each other this week. Um, I got to watch it on my TV. Joe got to watch it in person because mm-hmm. Joe went to Raw this week. I was there. I was very drunk, and I was there. I was I was drunk. Joe, has there been a night where you? Haven't gotten drunk. Yeah. Last night, actually. So, mm. fuck you. That's why. Oh, got ruined. Well, anyways, Styles and Finn Balor, 1.75 beers. As we move on to, I think the worst match of the night, Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi. Definitely I did, the worst match. I did not want to watch this at all. And... Yeah, there's a a pretty big botch spot with the DDT on the uh, excuse me the apron where Shotzi went to I guess DDT Ronda on the apron and Ronda was hanging on to the top rope, so it just like didn't get hit at all. It, it looked bad. It looks really bad. And. Ronda wins the match, obviously. It, this match just sucked, honestly. It just wasn't great. But I do kind of have hope for the SmackDown Women's Championship and kind of where we're going with this. Hear me out, Joe, where I think we might be going with this. So obviously she just beat Shotzi. Shotzi doesn't need another title shot. She's trash. Sorry, not Shotzi. Trash. But That's not fair. She's not, it wasn't good. I haven't, name a good Shotzi match. She's better than Ronda. They were both trash. Yes. She's better than Ronda. But yes, but Ronda's the champion, so she's going to be in the championship matches. So here's what I think is going to happen. I think Ronda's going to hang on to the title until WrestleMania. I don't know if she's going to keep it afterwards or not, but. Here's what I think is going to happen. Here's what I'd like to see. From here until the Rumble, feud with Raquel Rodriguez. 
Rondo's probably going to retain through all of that, which is very unfortunate because I like Raquel Rodriguez a lot. She's awesome. Then for Mania, at some point, either, I don't know, at the Rumble, like between the Rumble and Mania, Shayna turns on her and they do that match at Mania. Okay. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't book any further than that. What do you want me? To, you think I'm a genius? No, I definitely don't think that. What are you, what are you looking at there? Uh, I was looking up the AJ Styles stuff. Or specifically, yeah, I, I confirmed that he was the U.S. champ then, so I was right. Nice. <laughs> nice, dude. Do you have anything else for this uh, Ronda Rousey match? No, Ronda I Rousey never had team? anything to say about this match ever. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. It was really bad. All right, well, it got three quarters of a beer, and we will move on because not a whole lot's happened with the SmackDown Women's Championship since then. Um, I don't think Shotzi's been on TV. I don't think she was on TV last week on SmackDown. So we will move on. Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory, United States Championship. Uh, nobody picked Bobby Lashley in our predictions. It was either you picked Seth or you picked Austin Theory. And nobody picking Bobby was a, a solid choice by everybody. Yeah. And... <clears throat> I did like the one thing from this match, this uh, this little fuck up, where during Austin Theory's entrance, they ran, they were doing like a, 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 I don't know, an ad for Beyblade, which I didn't even realize was still a thing. So I think that was a thing when we were kids. And Theory's making his entrance, and then all of a sudden behind him, the Titantron goes crazy. And it's just showing a bunch of shit about Beyblade. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then they cut away from him doing his entrance to Michael Cole doing an ad for Beyblade. I was like, oh, that's what that was. But still, them fucking that all up was so funny, I thought. Yeah, I definitely did not know Beyblade was still a thing. Dude, I had no idea. I didn't I didn't even realize they made those anymore. It actually is kind of crazy that they're still around, honestly. I'm not convinced. Oh, you think maybe they took a hiatus? Yeah, I'm I'm like I'm like thinking that there's a con- controversy. Hmm. Maybe maybe look that up now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um Cole Michael Cole mentioned during this that this was the Shield's tenth anniversary. He mentions Dean Ambrose by name, which was kind of wild. Uh, Seth Rollins is like um, over to the moon. Everyone's doing the the like singing along with his entrance and shit. It's so crazy that just to see how far that that's come. Because at first I fucking hated it. Um, Lashley blood on the forehead, and I honestly think that if you're gonna say like. If you're, if you're going to ask, like, a match to steal the show, meaning, like, you couldn't pick a War Games match because you expect those to be really good, <clears throat> this would probably be my quote-unquote show-stealing match because this was that fucking good. It was so good. Yeah, it was good. And Austin Theory fucking won. Stole one. And I was happy about it. I honestly 
was not unhappy about it. So I guess I was happy. I was unhappy at the fact that I picked Seth and Seth didn't win. Because I really needed Seth to win to win the belt. I'm pretty sure I picked Austin Theory. You did. Which would make sense. That would make a lot of sense because um, it did come down to the last match, but it was kind of a sure thing at that point. But Joe ended up winning. Mm-hmm. Talk about that now. Because I'm fucking awesome. So Joe's the new champ. Don't know what reign number this is for him because all the files were in the old computer and... I haven't taken the time to figure out the reins again, but Joe's the new champ. He crushed it. He will be putting that on the line on December 10th for deadline. I don't know if we're going to do predictions for the ring of honor show. They are on the same day though. So we'll, we will see. They're on the same day. Yeah. Oh, NXT is definitely going to oversell that. Um, I think final battle starts at four. So they're not like directly competing with each other. Like you can watch them back to back. Yeah, but I'd which is gonna not... suck for my liver. I'd rather not pay for a pay per view. Yeah. You pay for Peacock, don't you? Peacock. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is I would watch the WWE one before I pay for the other one. Yeah. Yeah, that's Cause... fair. I'm probably gonna pay for it. So. You'll uh, yeah. be fine. You'll be able to watch it. Um, but yeah, Theory wins. Three and a half beers. And the main event, Joe. Men's War Games match. Or actually, anything... I don't know. What's happened in the last week with Theory? What happened on Monday regarding any of these three people? Rollins had a... He had a promo, right? I'm pretty sure God. Theory had a promo. You were there. What did what happened with Rollins? I, any of them? What's happened since since Survivor Series? Uh, let me let me think. I don't remember. Well, I don't. Was Austin Theory? I didn't. Even, was Austin, I didn't I write think, anything down. I don't think Austin Theory was on the show. I don't think he was. I might be misremembering, but I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I honestly have no idea. He's not in my notes, so it wasn't that important. Um, so I guess we'll just move on. Men's War Games match. The whole story from the night was it kind of stemmed from SmackDown the night before where Kevin Owens approached Sami Zayn outside of the Bloodline locker room, told him, told Sami that he should turn on the Bloodline before the Bloodline turns on him. The whole time while Kevin Owens is saying that, you can see that Jay Uso is listening. He cracks open the door and he's listening to the conversation. And then he asked Sammy, um, basically, like, has he talked to anybody since he's gotten to the show? And Sammy just straight up lied to him. Was like, no, I haven't talked to anybody. So the whole night, we're wondering where does Sammy Zayn's loyalty lie? Does it lie with the bloodline? Is he going to turn on him? Yada yada. Well, Jey Uso ends up spilling the beans to Roman backstage. Roman calls in Sammy. He, Roman's like, "I'm. Let me talk to him. I'll if I'll be able to look him in his eyes and know if he's telling the truth or not." So, 
Sammy goes in there, talks to Roman at some point during the night, says he's with the bloodline. And even leading up to all this, you still have no idea where his loyalty lies. And that was basically the story in this whole match. Yeah. Where does Sami Zayn's loyalty lie? In between all of that, there was a lot of good wrestling, everything like that. But in reality, once we got all <laughs> uh, 10 people in there, that's when the real story began. You had the you, you had the classic war game stare down spot where it was five looking at five. And they, I mean, they just went at it. And we found out where Sami Zayn's loyalty lies, and it's with the bloodline. Yeah. Allegedly. He, allegedly. That's fair, Joe. We'll we'll see what happens on SmackDown tomorrow. If I imagine they're gonna have some sort of celebration, but um I heard that the Usos were gonna get new belts. Ooh. Black belts. Oh, like Taekwondo, like they got their black belts. Yeah, that and they're combining the titles finally. See, isn't it so weird that we want them to combine the tag titles, but we want Roman to get rid of one of his belts and like give it to someone else? I want him to get rid of the WWE title. Not the universal title? No, I want his his oh oh, very oh long I see. reign to comp- continue. It would be kind of cool if he just had this ridiculously long t- title reign. It is already ridiculously long, and I like it a lot. But it, it's just kind of crazy, like how they've been able to evolve the story. Like, think about it, like when he became champ, and then they had the feud with Jay Uso versus where they're at now, a bunch of feuds with a bunch of other people, the whole acknowledge me thing, then forming the bloodline. Now we're at Sami Zayn joining the bloodline. Sami Zayn finally like showing that he's with the bloodline. There's no no bad blood or anything there with that. And in this match, I mean, Sammy Zayn, uh, he looks at Kevin Owens and, um, Jay Uso goes to super kick Kevin Owens, like from out of nowhere, Kevin catches him. Sammy Zayn gives him the low blow. And then he looks at Roman in his eyes while Roman's down and Roman gives him the nod, gives the Huluva kick to Kevin Owens sets him up perfectly for an Uso splash from Jay and Jay pins Kevin Owens and the bloodline wins. And my favorite moment of the entire time that we have been gone for these last two weeks and haven't recorded Sammy Uso and Jay Uso hugging it out, hugging it out. Yeah. It was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Everything I've wanted to see in the past, I don't know, so many months since Sami Zayn has joined the bloodline. Nothing better. It was was just so fucking good. It was perfection of storytelling. Like, I don't even need to watch wrestling after this. This was perfect. Yeah. But it wasn't match of the night? No. But it was perfect. It was storytelling of the night. It was not match of the night. You just called it perfect. Mm-hmm. No, I think I agree with you with the first match being the batch of the night. So, 
I'm just I was just trying to see if I could get you to go back on your word. But anyways, no, we don't watch it for the wrestling. We watch it for the storytelling. We watch and... it for the stories. It is it is my male soap opera. That is what wrestling is. If you can't wrap that around your head, if all you think is oh wrestling's fake or whatnot, and no, uh, I can't believe you watch that shit. If you watch reality television, you basically watch wrestling. If you can't wrap that around your head, wrap a whole roll of saran wrap around your head and die. Right, Dylan? Um, <laughs> who are we talking to? Anybody that, that doesn't like wrestling. Oh, uh, no, because I, I still think there's hope for those people. Yeah, I was I was not serious. I was hoping that I was gonna get a rise out of you from that one. No. <laughs> no. Especially after what we said earlier. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little bit more tame. <laughs> <laughs> um this match got five and a quarter beers, closing out Survivor Series for twenty total beers. And I don't know how much else we have to talk about with the weekly recap. Um, they still are doing the SmackDown World Cup, Joe. Ricochet and Santos are in the tournament final, so I don't know predictions for that. I would assume Ricochet, since Walter's a heel and Santos is probably a heel, I would assume. With I don't know, they haven't been around long enough to know how they're being portrayed, but I think they're heels. Yeah. So I would assume Ricochet is going to be the person facing Walter for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, because that's who that's who Walter won it from, right? Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. I think that's who he won it from. I honestly, I honestly don't remember. Um. So I got two raw stories from okay from, from the live raw. Right. Good, because that's all I had for SmackDown, and then after that's Rampage, which I didn't watch. So Raw. Oh wait, that was Raw. Oh, that okay. was from SmackDown. That was from SmackDown. Okay. So, so go I ahead got, with your I, Raw story. I got two Raw stories. They neither of them really get into like the actual episode of Raw, but I I think they're both worth telling. It's okay. I'm actually very excited. Now I'm I'm excited that you're very into this now because <laughs> it feels like for the past like I don't know 30 minutes you've just kind of been drunk and so, I don't it feels like you've been drunk and lonely for the past like 15 20 minutes. Yeah, I've totally uh yeah. Uh anyway, uh so first of all, nailed it. Uh the scope arena I think is 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 where we went for the night. Um, and I, I was out there and they are absolutely fucking terrible at setting up lines for getting into the arena that we're going to get to. That's like, the, like standing in line for like tickets and stuff or like, no, get, like to j- get into j- the j- arena, just to get your ticket scanned. Like there were thousands, there were thousands and thousands of the rocks fans trying to get into the arena. <laughs> okay. Like and there were lines merging accidentally and people getting pissed off because these people haven't been waiting as long as the other people and and, and all that shit. Um <laughs> so I like I was getting pissed off because because of how bad the line system was and all of a sudden I hear somebody 
three line, three like line ish things away. And he says, I am the honorary ooze. And he's like getting down and everything like that. And this kid that was like probably 20 people behind me looks at like, looks at this guy and says, shush, shush, please. <laughs> and the guy shuts the fuck up. And I was like, so fucking amazed. Is this 20 probably like middle-aged guy? Doesn't matter. Got shut up by this like five-year-old kid imitating Chad. Gaines. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. <laughs> so there dude, was that fucking hilarious yes it was amazing. Get fucking owned dude <laughs> by like a five-year-old kid got owned by a five-year-old kid <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is that i have this guy sitting next to me and he was obviously not a big wrestling fan oh no uh and he w- he was sitting there and his friends were explaining to him like oh yeah i'm pretty sure that's that's ray mysterio's son uh, like, and the guy's like, oh, his actual son. I'm was, and, and the guy and his friends were like, yeah, yeah. Like he was his actual son. And they're like, yeah. So he's, he keeps on talking about him. He's like, oh, Ray Mysterio's son. And I like lean over him like sub, his name is sub. Uh, and this guy like keeps on talking to me throughout the fucking night about sub Mysterio. He's like, so that, that is like, so sub he's actually, he's, he's actually like, Ray Mysterio's son, and he keeps on calling him sub throughout the night. So I convinced <laughs> the guy that 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 Dominic Mysterio's name was sub, even though he had a big is... DM across the deck. <laughs> like this guy keeps on calling him sub. He's like, "Hey, so have sub and Ray have ever fought before?" And I, was... <laughs> I was just, I like, I had to, I had to contain myself that this guy was calling him sub Mysterio. He's like, so. <laughs> So have Sub and Ray, like, have they been fighting for a while? So, like, Sub and this Ria re- <laughs> girl, are they, like, fucking? <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> this is wrestling. <laughs> but Sub is actually Ray's son, right? Well, yeah, this is wrestling. <laughs> yeah, he just kept on calling him Sub, and I was like, <laughs> like I, I, I totally said it as a throwaway line, like, yeah, that's his, that's his son Sub, and he, he just kept on calling him Sub throughout the night. The fact that that dude believed you, <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking idiot! Yeah, stupid bitch, <laughs> dude. Oh my god, that's perfect. Um. I assume that the guy you were talking to was not crowd favorite of the night, Bob. Not Steve. No, Bob. There were two Bob guys. from the Becky Lynch promo. There were two guys from the Becky Lynch. The promo. other guy was Zachary, and that dude was a fucking creep. Did oh, you I see that, that shit? I guess that... it was Zachary. Yeah. Were you sorry. watching that like on the Titantron or anything like that, like to see yeah, what like yeah, the close could... up? Yeah. Dude, so Becky Lynch was a big fan of this guy Bob. She, uh, Bob, Bob is an absolute electric factory, by the way. But anyways, um, the other funny part of this whole thing was like Becky Lynch went up, she went up into the, uh, she, so she opened the show. She goes up into the crowd, talks to the WWE universe. She talks to Bob first, and then she goes across the, the little walkway and was like, what's your name? And he's like, Zachary. And he goes to put his arm around her, and you could see like the most like uncomfortable look on her yeah. face. And Becky just, like, was backed super away. Uncomfortable. Zachary's a fucking creep. 
but Bob's the goat. Yeah, I like Bob. Bob was such a cool dude. And like people try to say WWE struggles at creating new stars and like then how do you explain Bob? Because Bob is the biggest star that they've created in the past week. In the past Bob year. Bob is incredible. Maybe in the past year, but I would argue theory already, but sure. What else did you really enjoy from Raw, Joe? Um, Monday Night Raw. Hold on. You have to look up the results? No, I, I have notes. <laughs> and also, like... The street Profits are back. Oh, yeah. That was super exciting for me. Is like, I was just talking to Bree about the Street Profits, like, earlier in the day. The day being Monday. Like, I was talking to her about, like, Bianca Belair and how she was Bianca. married. And how she was married to Montez Ford and, like, how I'm so excited for the Street Profits to finally show up. And then the Street Profits showed up. And they had their Did you know they were going to be there? No. Like, were they advertised for the show? No, not at all. Dude, fuck yeah. That's always cool to just see a return. And then they had their match against the Alpha Academy, and it was just incredible. (laughs) It was really good. Like, Raw was, like, top to bottom was just good matches. Yeah. And also, Dexter Loomis got his contract, which we totally did not see coming. I totally Mm -hmm. thought The Miz was going to win. Yeah, I thought The Miz was going to win for sure. Mm, Totally. Mm. Um, Winter is coming. (laughs) The one thing I will (laughs) say is, like, Rhea Ripley's up, and also, like, the Rhea Ripley and the and me, me AM, and then immediately going into the Judge Judgment Day versus OC match, it's like, yeah, this is totally predictable, and uh, do I care? I gotta be honest. No, not really. Like, I knew that eventually they had to do this four-on-four match, and I'm kind of happy they did it on Monday. Not at your expense, but just the fact that hopefully we're just that much closer for this feud being over. So here's the thing. I'm like, I'm like very over on Rhea Ripley. I'm very over Obviously. on AJ Styles. I'm very over on Finn. Finn Balor. I don't give a fuck about anybody and else. And I'm pretty I, like I like Damian Damian Priest. I've always liked Damian Priest since his time in NXT, and I haven't turned on them since. But everyone else, I don't give a fuck about, and that's 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 the problem. Three eighths, three eighth of those people. Have been no, you just named half of the people. Three-eighths is not half. I'm so confused. I said three-eighths of those people, which is not half because four-eighths is half. Okay, what about the three-eighths of the people? Three-eighths of those people have been brought back into the company's to get me interested in the storyline. Oh, oh, okay. It was what sorry. I was going to say until you you interrupted me. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry. Three I'm rude. three eighths of those people ha- were brought back into the company to get me interested, and those are the people I'm least interested in. Those me, being Mia Yim, Yim, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson. I 
I think I'm more. Yeah, I think you're right. I think those are the three people out of those eight. The th- those three eights, as you said, are definitely the least interesting people. And then Dominic Mysterio, obviously. Dominic Mysterio. I think Sub Mysterio could be interesting. I think he's more interesting as a character and like as what he's doing than they are. Yeah. Even though, like, even though there was this dumb fucking thing where Sub and Rhea went to Rey Mysterio's house to interrupt their Thanksgiving. That was great. I actually really like that. You did? Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was good. I thought I thought it was like funny as in like just absolutely laughable that they aired that. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't I don't know if I enjoyed it that much, but But yeah, I thought Raw was very good and I I'm glad that you got to see a very good Raw. It was like not a whole lot of storyline progression, but a lot of really good wrestling, I thought. Yeah. And I'm happy for you that you got to see that. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I and I had a good seat, so Fuck yeah. Dakota um, Kai and and Candice didn't care about that match at all. Oh, Joseph. Um I would like to skip NXT real quick just to talk about the one thing we haven't talked about for AEW. Actually, two things. Uh, Because we talked about Full Gear. We've already pretty much talked about everything that's happened since Full Gear. With the exception of two returns. Last week, I'll do this week's return first. Ruby Soho is back. And last week's big return, the House of Black is back, Joe. Mm Mm-hmm. What's our excitement level here? Ruby Soho. Six. Okay. Six or seven. One of those. I think, two. I mean, I think that immediately brings back a women's championship contender into the fold, which is good. Yeah. For except that, except that they've done terribly with her and every other woman that they brought into the company. That's fair. Except for Jade Cargo. She's, she's not a main event women's contender. Yeah, but I don't think they've done terribly with her. I don't. I don't think she's a bad character or anything like that. I just don't I think, think they, that they built her to be the next challenger for Jamie Hader. I mean, I don't. Well, yeah, because she's still the TBS Championship, right? She's undefeated. <laughs> she can go. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. I feel like at this point. Yeah. But so, um, what uh, about House of Black? House of Black. They did such a bad job of booking House of Black last time that I have no expectations right now. And I like I want them to prove me wrong. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm quite excited. the opposite. I feel I'm, like they know they fucked it up so bad that they're going to give them a huge actual push. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm excited about is I'm excited to be proved wrong that Tony Khan can actually book house of black or just book a trio that's not named the elite or death triangle yeah they've done they've done well enough with them yeah but let's be honest like the elite's gonna win that best of seven series 
Probably, but they're one and two right now. So we'll see what happens. I think the match that would excite me more right now is Death Triangle versus, versus House of Black. House House of Black, yeah. I think a lot of it does come down to what we talked about in the prediction show. Like there's more intrigue with the elite losing and the storyline that could potentially come out of that. So I'll be honest, I was super fucking excited for the elite to come back. And I'm not excited for any elite storyline right now from since their return. Well, yeah, it's just literally because I feel like just literally because I we're just doing feel this like, best of seven thing. I kind of feel like their their return was botched, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Like I I they were the most they were the return I was most excited for in all of wrestling and now I'm just like well and eh. then all they all they did with with it was Pat calling them out two weeks two or three weeks ago on Dynamite and then they just showed a graphic yeah exactly and then they had the same match three times since I'm, then yeah I'm not excited I'm sorry I'm just not like that's I'm, fair that's I'm fair. more I'm more excited for the mat the the feud after the fact, which I think has to be House of Black. I'm just really excited for the elite to fall apart. And I think that's a perfect spot to bring back Adam Cole. Bay Bay. Bay Bay. They but anyways. Back... No, never mind. We won't talk about that yet. What was it? Page. Oh. Um. All right, let's close out with NXT. Just some quick hitters here. Um, T Bar is back on NXT as Die Jack. Um, he looks like the Terminator. He looks like Dominic Dijakovic. Yeah, but like his whole entrance and all that shit, like they made him look like the Terminator, dude. I really do I really do think that. But I think I think honestly like the big thing from the night is really the um the Iron Survivor Challenge matches have been sort of laid out. So on the men's side, you have Carmelo Hayes, uh JD McDonough, Grayson Waller and Joe Gacy with uh the four, or the fifth member of the match facing off in a wild like it's going to be a, a triple threat match or something like that for the wild card spot, which is Von Wagner, Axiom, and Andre Chase, which I really want Andre Chase to win that. I want him to win that so bad, that wild card match. I don't think he's going to win the Iron Survivor Challenge. I personally really hope Carmelo Hayes wins it, but that's just me. Um, And then on the women's side, the four women that are already announced are Zoe Stark, Cora Jade, Roxanne Perez, and Kiana James, which was the big head scratcher there, with Indy Hartwell, Wendy Chu, and Fallon Henley in the wild card match. And I really was wondering, like, how the fuck and why the fuck is Indy Hartwell not already in the match? I think she's like a foregone conclusion to win this wild card match and probably end up winning the uh, Iron Survivor Challenge match outright yeah like i i would agree that indy is probably the right choice 
but I don't think that she is the one that dethrones Mandy Rose. No. I I yeah, I don't think so. so it would be really cool to see. So so in this in this case, we have to either choose someone that dethrones Mandy Rose or someone that is a good competitor that doesn't dethrone dethrone Mandy Rose. I think Indy Hartwell fits that bill. I, I think, think actually most of these women fit that bill, probably with the exception of Keanu James. Can't yeah, Keanu James shouldn't be in the title picture at all. But right? I feel like Mandy Rose has already faced Zoe Stark, Cora Jade, and Roxanne Perez. And probably Indy. And Wendy Chu. Yeah, definitely Wendy. And probably Indy Hartwell. So I don't know. I feel like I I don't think she's faced Indy Hartwell yet. So I think that I think that's why I would go with Indy. And then I think the big money match for the men's side is obviously Braun versus Mello. If they don't do that at some point, like yeah. That's just losing out on money in my yeah, opinion. That's a choice right there. Um other than that though, like there wasn't much really to talk about for NXT. I don't know if you had anything. It wasn't that great of a show. No, not at all. So, I don't know. Let's just go ahead and close out because it's been a it's been a long show. Um, I gotta figure out what the next thing we're doing is. Next time you hear from us next week, retro pay per views are back. This is probably going to be our longest stretch of retro pay-per-views because the next time we make predictions on the show will be for the Royal Rumble in late January. So we are just going to be going like pumping through retro pay-per-views. We're next the next time we do it, it'll be No Way Out 2000. Don't know anything about it. It's probably going to be good though because it's from the year 2000, which is I think is like their best year of pay-per-views. So I'm really excited for that. And we'll see probably a little bit more fallout from Survivor Series, uh, NXT making its way towards deadline. And really, the only thing AEW is doing is like losing in ratings and like MGF <laughs> shit. And they're sort of pro- they're probably going to put themselves in another another lull period, even though they have a fucking pay-per-view for Ring of Honor in like a week and a half. So I don't know. We'll see. As always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DDT WrestlePod. We have been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan and Joe, and we'll catch you on down the road. I was thinking.